Clifton. Click Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God, we ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious, it's fun, it's your Catholic Drive Time. Now here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. It's good to be on with you on this Friday, December the 2nd, 2022. It's the first Friday, by the way. So praise be to God for that. You have survived your weekend. Congratulations. Uh, But there was a depressing headline that came out. I think it was yesterday. More than one in three people, that's 37% of those that live in England, say they have no religious affiliation whatsoever. In fact, fewer than half of the people of England and Wales consider themselves Christian at all, according to a recent census. So we have invited Joseph Pierce on the program to discuss the absolute collapse of Christianity in England, and he's going to be on at 15 past the hour, so join us for that. At 35 past the hour, Kendra Tierney from Catholic Around the, or is it Catholic? It's CatholicAllYear.com. Kendra's been on the program in the past. Now, you might remember she lost her husband to cancer not all that long ago, really. Well, she put out a great video from a conference that she runs on why she has she has decided is not going to be a very sad widow. We're going to talk to her at 35 past the hour about coping with the loss of her husband, moving on beyond that, and more. Kendra Tierney is going to join us, so uh, be on the program with us at 35 past this hour. Hey, Google has decided to invest $12 million dollars. Uh, in a global fact-checking network, that is like, whew, man, of all the things I could spend $12 million on, that'd probably be up there. A Bishop Robert Barron has uh, come out with a statement uh, the day after Republicans helped to pass the redefinition of marriage thing in Congress. Yeah, he says, quote, uh, society has lost sight of the purpose of marriage. We are gravely disappointed that the misnamed Respect for Marriage Act passed the Senate and continue to call for its rejection, close quote. Well, it's been voted on. How is it going to be rejected at this point, Your Excellency? Just curious. Uh, hey, Dutch farmers are back on the roads. Uh, I guess the government there has decided they're going to close down like 3,000 farms. So the Dutch farmers are having none of it. And they've got massive protests in store. So we should be seeing more of that in the headlines. Monsignor Stephen Rossetti, no matter what any German says, has come out and said, listen, when you play with porn, you open yourself wide to possession, harassment, and a bunch of more things. Porn is horrible and morally uh, corrupt, so don't do it. And you don't have to worry about possessions and things like that related to, you know, porn. Take that into consideration. Warren Buffett has donated some $750 million to foundations that will funnel, funnel money to Planned Parenthood. It just makes me curious, why again do we not have billionaires on our side, ever, like, are there no billionaires out there who are like, I'm giving this money to ensure Planned Parenthood goes out of business? Like, does that is that a thing? Why not? It's, to become a billionaire, do you have to, uh, you know, play with evil and evil things? I'm just curious. And, oh, by the way, good news. Indiana Jones 5 is coming soon. Praise be to God. Good morning to you, Rudy Carlos. <laughs> good morning, Joe. And I had to tell you, I am considering, you know, putting my billions of dollars uh, oh. Towards the good cause. So I uh, just recently hmm. acquired. Uh, so you. I, so you're saying you, you're the winner of the I Powerball. I won the Powerball in California. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. I was uh, I was in Altadena hmm. for the weekend, and 
I I bought a ticket just you know just to see. So maybe we should do lunch after because I got some ideas. I, I, I don't know. Man. I'm kind of busy today. Things so. that we could be doing with your billions. Hey, you could talk to my secretary. <laughs> That's what's amazing is you have a secretary and you still work here. Praise <laughs> be to God. That's amazing. Speaking of uh, speaking of people who still work here, Adrian Fonseca's on. Uh, well, no, he's not on the ones and twos. He's on the mouse at home. Good morning to you, <laughs> Adrian. How are you feeling? Good morning. Good morning. I'm feeling. Feeling like ninety nine percent better. Ninety nine percent, almost. Well, maybe ninety nine exactly right. Keeping it one hundred. This really <laughs> awful cough, and it's just like won't go away. It, like it's just all this mucus, and it's horrible. Very gross. Wow. So, but other than that, I'm doing much, much better. I woke up, no headache whatsoever, no fever whatsoever. So praise be to God. Yeah. I think I well, well, I don't think I will be in on Monday, uh, <laughs> barring a cloud. Cataclysmic event. Well, <laughs> get some more rest. Don't 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 get ahead of yourself. We want you to be. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a rager. It's gonna be great. <laughs> we want you to be I'm fully. Gonna, I'm gonna go for recharged. a half marathon. Half marathon. Uh, okay. Uh, not a whole marathon. I'm resting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to show off or anything. You know, like you know, make exactly. other, make exactly. make other people feel bad for not. And even like that guy who's marathons. doing it. Uh, that Asian dude who ran the marathon with uh, smoking cigarettes. My I'm man. Gonna be having a cigar in each side of my mouth that I'm gonna be smoking. <laughs> dude, uh, I feel bad for whole that guy's lungs. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, we're looking forward to having you back in the in the studio next week, and uh, hopefully you will get some more rest this weekend so you'll feel tip-top uh, over the weekend. But praise be to God, we have a lot to get to today. Let's pray. Let's get started. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now your headlines with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Wednesday, December the 2nd, and here are your headlines this morning. Breitbart reports complete and thorough disarmament, says China. They demand the U.S. destroy its nuclear arsenal. The Chinese Foreign Ministry demands that the U.S. Armed Forces make substantial and substantive cuts to its nuclear arsenal with the goal of ultimately ending America's nuclear program. They demanded an end to the American nuclear program in response to a question on a Pentagon report revealing that Chinese Communist Party is working to dramatically expand its own nuclear capabilities. Justin News reports, Cha-ching! EPA quietly quadruples regulatory cost of carbon emissions in new war on fossil fuels. The so-called social cost of carbon was first set in 2009 under then-President Barack Obama. Under Democrats, it's been, for the most part, uh, pretty quiet, but it still remains at $51 per metric ton. But in a rulemaking notice in mid-November, EPA said it had devised a new calculation that raises the damage estimate to $190 per metric ton by 2022 standards, and as much as $410 by the year 2080. The figure isn't just hypothetical. If enacted, it could affect everything from the cost of methane regulations, think cows, and tailpipe emissions, to the climate reparations that President Joe Biden has committed the United States to paying to poor countries in the future. And the Daily Caller reports Supreme Court keeps Biden's student loan forgiveness plan on hold, but will hear case in February. 
The Supreme Court released a miscellaneous order yesterday from Justice Brett Kavanaugh, granting six states involved in the lawsuit the opportunity to present oral arguments. Biden's student loan forgiveness plan remains blocked by an injunction pending a further ruling from the court, who will hear arguments in February 2023. And the Daily Wire reports treasures from sunken pre-Civil ship, Civil War ship of gold go up for auction. When the U.S., rather, when the SS, Central America rightly nicknamed the ship of gold, sank off the coast of South Carolina 165 years ago, it brought down real treasure with it. Some of it is being auctioned off this weekend, including an 1849 Colt pistol, full beer bottles, and numerous gold nuggets. Some collectors have been waiting for these extraordinary items to come onto the market since the legendary submerged ship was located in 1988, and Life magazine proclaimed it as America's greatest treasure ever found. And those are your headline news this morning. God love you. And now, the saint of the day. The saint of the day is Saint Bibiana. She was born in the early 4th century, and I'm going to tell you two versions of her story because of her hagiography we're (laughs) unsure as to the origins of her true story according to legend Bibiana was the daughter of a former prefect Flavenius who was banished by Julian the Apostate his wife Dafrosa and two daughters Demetria and Bibiana were also persecuted by Julian Dafrosa and Demetria died a natural death and were buried by Bibiana in their own house But Bibiana was tortured and died as a result of her suffering. Two days after her death, a priest named John buried Bibiana near her mother and sister in her home. The house being later transformed into a church, it is evident that the legend seeks to explain in this way the origin of the church and the presence in it of the bodies of the above-mentioned confessors. The account contained in the martyrologies in the 9th century is drawn from this legend. An alternate account says that in the year 363, Emperor Julian made Apronius governor of Rome. Viviana suffered in the persecuted started by him. She was the daughter of Christians, Flavian, a Roman knight, and Daphrosa, his wife. Flavian was tortured and sent into exile where he died of his wounds. Daphrosa was beheaded and their two daughters, Viviana and Demetria, were stripped of their possessions and left to suffer poverty. However, they remained in their house, spending their time in fasting and prayer. Apronius, seeing that hunger and want had no effect upon them, summoned them. Demetria, after confessing her faith, fell dead at the feet of the tyrant. Bibiana was reserved for greater suffering. She was placed in the hands of a wicked woman called Rufinia, who in vain endeavored to seduce her. She used blows as well as persuasion but the Christian virgin remained faithful. Enraged at the constancy of this saintly virgin, Apronius ordered her to be tied to a pillar and beaten with a scourge, laden with lead pulmets until she died. The saint endured the torment with joy and died under the blows inflicted by the hands of the executioner. Her body was then put in the open air to be torn apart by wild animals, yet none would touch her. After two days, she was buried. She died in 360. Saint Viviana, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 31. 
As Jesus passed by, two blind men followed him, crying out, Son of David, have pity on us. When he entered the house, the blind men approached him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I can do this? Yes, Lord, they said to him. Then he touched their eyes and said, Let it be done for you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread word of him through all the land. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. St. Chrysostom would uh, talk about uh, this incredible miracle in the Gospel today and why they would not listen to him and not tell anybody, but instead they told everybody. Why would he do this? Uh, St. Chrysostom says, Thus we are admonished not only to keep silent ourselves, whatever is to our own commendation, but likewise to endeavor to hinder others from publishing it. To act otherwise would be to render ourselves odious to men and abominable in the sight of God. But if we are silent, we shall obtain greater glory in the sight of both of God and men. On the other hand, whatever redounds to the glory of the Almighty, we must ourselves publish and exhort others to make it known to the whole world. Therefore, it is said, go and relate the glory of God. Close quote, St. Chrysostom. Uh, Father John McKeevely's commentary today was, I, I thought, was very, very good. And that uh, he talks about this title, uh, the Son of David, and the significance of it. He says, this was one of the titles ascribed by the Jews to the promised Messiah. It implies their belief in his power as promised, as the promised Messiah, who was expected about this time by the Jews. They only invoked the exercise of his mercy, though. Now, I think what's interesting about this is this is, could be the reason why Jesus waited. He didn't heal them on the road. Remember, they were crying out, they are begging him, Son of David, have pity on me. But he waits till he's in the house. Why? Because he didn't want them to acknowledge him as Messiah just yet. Why? Because they would want him to be king. They would want him to throw out the Romans and have an earthly rule instead of a heavenly one. Uh, Father McKeevely goes on to say, Our Lord deferred complying with their earnest prayer for the purpose of testing and confirming their faith and of showing the, necessi the necessity of pr uh, persevering in prayer. The necessity of persevering in prayer. So when they came to his house at Capernaum, he asked, Did they believe in his power that I can do this? Not merely by obtaining it for you uh, through prayer, but by my own power, not merely as legate, but as God. And on their replying in the affirmative, he cured them. So what do you believe about our Lord? Yeah, he's a, is he a priest? Is he a prophet? Is he a king? Is he a, uh, just a good and holy man, a wise man? Who, what do you believe about him? Is he God? That is so critical to our belief. And our faith and our actions should follow suit in that belief. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. What's coming up? is Joseph Pierce. Atheists claim they don't need God to be a good person, implying God's not relevant to morality. But is this true? Well, atheists can be good in the sense of knowing behaviors that respect the goods of human nature and living accordingly. St. Paul acknowledges this natural moral law in Romans chapter 2. But this doesn't mean God is irrelevant when it comes to morality. And here's the reason. Besides God's grace being necessary to live the moral law perfectly and merit heaven, 
God is necessary for the law to be morally binding. How can the moral law be binding if there's no moral law giver behind it that surpasses human authority? The answer is, it can't. So an atheist can follow the natural moral law, but only the theist is consistent in saying that such a law is morally obligatory. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. So many of us carry such heavy burdens. You're crazy! Deep within, we struggle. Come on, babe. It'll be fun. Because sin separates us from God. She's having a relationship with George. But thanks to the grace of confession, God compassionately listens, forgives, and sets us free. So if it's been a while since you've been to confession or mass, come home and experience a fresh start. Visit CatholicsComeHome.org. to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Coming up at 35 past the hour, Kendra Tierney from CatholicAllYear.com is going to be our guest. She's going to be talking and sharing about how the loss of her husband to cancer has affected her and her family and how she has made the choice in her life not to be a very sad widow. We're going to be talking with Kendra Tierney coming up. Do join us. But joining us right now via phone is Joseph Pierce, good morning to you, author and speaker, and uh, and just an all-around incredible guy. I, he drinks beer sometimes during his talks, which I think is phenomenal. Good morning to you, Joseph Pierce. Good morning. I don't drink beer at this time in the morning, though. You'll be pleased to know. Oh, well, praise be to God. But uh, <laughs> uh, I've, that was a great talk, by the way, watching that on YouTube recently. Uh, but nonetheless, let's turn to a subject that I think is not so good, and that is the state of Christianity in your home country of England, uh, a recent census has come out. One in three people in England say they no longer have any religious affiliation. It's now less than half of the country identifies themselves as Christian, which, you know, that happened in the United States. Uh, I think it was almost a year ago now. The United States is less than half of its population has identified as Christian. So we're definitely seeing the fall and the failing of Christianity in England. What is your take on this subject? Well, the first thing I would say is that you know, one thing you, you know if you study history is you need to see history in the broad sweep of the of its entirety. And I've just actually written a book that was published this year by Ignatius Press called Faith of Our Fathers, A History of True England, which looks at the history of England from the 1st to the 21st century. So when you when you understand the the, the history of, of of one's own country uh, to that extent, you don't get too concerned about uh, trends that are transient. Mm. In other words, you know that what we find, you know, the, the 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 Catholic Church grew in England exponentially during the 19th century, having almost been stamped out after 300 years of persecution. Uh, churches and schools been built all over the, the, the country in the latter half of the 19th century. And then in the 20th century, the great Catholic revival, and I did research from another book, and there were, there were uh, an average of, of uh, well, well over ten, uh, tens of thousands of adult converts to the faith every year in England between the two world wars. Um, so, you know, there had, there's certainly been a downswing, uh, in, in recent years. Um, but in, and there are other things I think are very encouraging. The revive, the revival of the ancient Marian shrine of Walsingham. Uh, where the number of pilgrims going there is increasing uh, dramatically, you know, year on year. So, and I think that will be the heart of a, a Catholic revival in England. So, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about 
what we find, I think, is, is a, a lukewarm response uh, of people to what has been lukewarm leadership uh, in, 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 amongst Christians in England, especially the Anglican Church, which is completely sold out to, uh, to, to theological modernism, is basically just moving with the times and has forgotten the gospel of Christ. Well, you know, if, 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 the, church, if the churches sound like the world, why would people be bothered to be anything but worldly? Yeah, yeah, great point. But could we step back and look at the 30,000-foot view here? Is it possible that we can connect dots going back to the Protestant Reformation in England? It was, was that the catalyst? I mean, of course, the ground had to be set before Henry VIII split from, from, uh, from Rome, uh, because so many bishops went along with it so quickly. But do you see that at all linked? Is this the natural fruit of that, uh, of that seed that was planted so many years ago? Yes, and I, I, would, I would stress, however, that there were three reformations going on in the 16th century. One was the Protestant Reformation, uh, led by Luther and then Calvin. That was it. That was on the continent. Then you had the counter, the Catholic Reformation, which sometimes called the Counter Reformation, which was the response to that. Uh, you know, rooted in the Council of Trent, etc., the Tridentine response. But then in England, you had the English Reformation, which was not a Protestant Reformation. Henry VIII basically imposed his will upon the church and established the state religion. Uh, all but one bishop uh, of, the ch- of the church did not have the courage to stand up against him. The one who did, St. John Fisher, was executed for his courage and is now, of course, in heaven. Um, so, but the point is, once you have a, <clears throat> a church which is in bed with the state, which is basically what happens with Henry VIII, one was the Anglican church was retweeted with contempt by, by, by the bulk of the people in England. And it's always moved with the world because it's moved with the worldliness of the state. So we, we shouldn't be surprised that the Anglican Church has basically imploded over the past uh, century. And that, that implosion is the main reason for the, for, the, for the fall in the number of people identifying as Christians, because the Anglican Church is treated with, with indifference at best and contempt at worst. We, the good news is that the, the, the Catholic Church has emerged in the last few decades as the largest Christian denomination in England. So as and when, and please God, there is a Catholic, a Christian revival in England, it will be a Catholic revival. And we will see a restoration of the church in England over the, over the dead body of the Anglican church. Wow, yeah, that's a good point. When they do, and as you say, please God, let them have a revival there. But when they do, they may find it difficult because there, it's not all religious categories that are down in England. I mean, the Muslims are up 1.2 percent. They're 1.2 million from a decade ago. Hindus are up. Uh, so are Jews as well, according to this recent census poll. So the nature, the demographics of England is changing significantly. Yes, but uh, for instance, the largest pilgrimage numbers to uh, to the shrine of Walsingham are by the Tamil population. So the point is that the the the, the immigrants are, are also Christians, and what the, what we need is this is a challenge for evangelization. As G.K. Chesterton said, we don't want a church that will move with the world. Mm. We want a church that will move the world. So if we get courageous leadership amongst the Catholic Church in England, uh, and we are seeing some, some I mean, for instance, the, the pro-life movement in England was moribund for decades. Uh, and now it's led by very vibrant, vigorous young people. The number of people on pro-life parades in, in England has increased exponentially. So there are good things happening as well, but it, that's all rooted in courage in the courage of our convictions, the willingness to stand up and be counted, and for our voice to be heard. We need, we need the church that will move the world, not the church that will move with the world. And, and when that lesson's heeded and learned, I think we will start seeing um, a, a great 
Christian revival. And the reason is simple, because uh, hedonism, the absence of God, uh, leads basically to, to a, a decadent destruction of, of culture. And when you get anarchy, which is the absence of law, people will start looking for something to bring uh, some, some good out of the, the wickedness they see all around them. That's the opportunity we have, but we have to have the courage of our convictions. Yeah. It seems to me like all across the world, humanity is moving towards no religion, ag- agnosticism, complacency. Uh, and uh, some have said that England is now one of the largest atheistic countries on the planet, maybe behind Japan or someone else. If that's true, then then what, I mean, only the bishops can decide to truly get after evangelizing the society. How are the Catholic bishops in England? Have they made this decision? Are they acting in this way? Are they acting with courage and boldness? Or is it just go along to get along? Well, two things. I, I, I do think that the laity has a responsibility to evangelize. We shouldn't just leave it to the, to, to, to the hierarchy. But there have been some good signs amongst the English bishops recently. For instance, they restored... Uh, the uh, the meat-free fast on Fridays, which is a step in the right direction to actually begin to practice our faith with an element of rigor and vigor. Um, they have reconsecrated England to Our Lady of Walsingham uh, recently, actually during during COVID. So there was there were some positive signs certainly, but I, I, one thing I want to, I want to stress is that atheism uh, is is unsustainable uh, uh, in terms of sustaining a culture or a civilization. So you know the, the the human person is not capable of of descending to the primeval soup of mere bestial nothingness. So there will be a rebound. We do not we don't want to buy into the progressive lie that everything is proceeding and progressing in their direction towards a godless society where everybody can do their own thing and where pride is is, is the rule of thumb, where pride proceeds to fall in individuals and in societies. So we we, we just have to hold on. There's going to be one one hell of a storm, um, but that that storm is actually going to precede the destruction, the self-destruction. Now, the the culture of death is not merely destructive. It's self-destructive. It's suicidal. So, you know, all we have to do is to have the courage to stand up and then we will reap, following the whirlwind, we will reap the harvest. All right. So let me ask you about the high Anglicans, those that uh, feel, act like, smell like, more like the Catholic Church than, uh, than other Anglicans do. Now, how are, they, how are they faring in this? Are they, because of the, how woke the Anglican Church has become, uh, are they moving in droves to the Catholic Church? Are they coming home to Rome? Are they going to the Anglican Ordinariate? How is that working there? Yes, we've actually seen that the, the I say the implosion of the Anglican Church um, uh, and the High Anglicans have been coming over to the Catholic Church, converting in droves. In fact, you know I can't remember the figures now. I did look at them, but hundreds of of, of Anglican priests became Catholic priests in England. It actually uh, it, it averted a, a priest shortage crisis. Wow! Um, so God God provided, and we're seeing in the England and in the United States that the growth of the ordinary, the growth of the of, of the number of people attending masses there and, and, and the number of priests. So, again, I, I think that the, the, the collapse of the Anglican Church is providential, uh, and I think that the Catholic Church will benefit from it, not merely in the short term with the number of converts, uh, but also in the fact that there will be, when there's, a Catholic, when there's a Christian revival in England, it will be a Catholic revival, because the Catholic Church will be the only real presence there in terms of Christianity. Kind of reminds me of something of uh, Pope Benedict XVI, and he said we may have to be a smaller church in the future. Um, that seems like we're looking at that, that very 
uh, you know, harsh reality is is right before us, but maybe it's a healthier church nonetheless. Oh, it's, it's necessary. You know, but if you look at the history of the church, it, 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 it oscillates between periods of perse- persecution, which are also periods of purification, uh, and, and periods of, of shall we say, uh, worldly acceptance by the culture of Christianity, which also leads to a corrupt church. Uh, so there, and, and there, therefore you have many people in the church that are not really believers. We see that today. number of uh, people that go to Catholic church that don't believe in the real presence of the Blessed Sacrament, that don't believe, uh, that don't go to confession. I mean, these people are not Catholics, because if you're a Catholic, you have to believe what the Catholic church teaches. And just turning up at church does not make you a Catholic. So you know, it, it, the church is weakened by, by this, uh, these, these people that, that turn up and just sap the spiritual strength from the mystical body of Christ. It would be better to have a smaller church, as as Pope Benedict XVI said, a mustard seed church, which can then grow from from its own purity in strength to evangelize a culture which is decaying and in need of Christ. Well, we're down to about just a minute or so with Joseph Pierce here. Now, let me ask you this. If in a uh, a coming, you know, uh, evangelical Catholic renewal in uh, England, would it be possible to see a Catholic monarch there? Yes, I think I, th- I think that's that's on the cards. It, 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 everyone knows that the the law there, you know, that the the, the the monarch can 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 be a Muslim, marry a Muslim, but can't be a Catholic or marry a Catholic. Everybody knows that this this law is is archaic uh, and and uh, bigoted uh, and sectarian. And I don't think it's going to last very long. And um, I, you know, we've seen members of the royal family, the Duchess of Kent, uh, Princess Diana's mother, uh, those, those associates of the royal family, royal chaplains converting to the Catholic faith. And I do see that as a distinct possibility in the future that we will have a Catholic monarch in England. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, that would be fantastic to see, actually. But to Joseph Pierce, thank you for your time today. You can find more about Joseph Pierce, including all of his incredible books. I invite him to speak and more. jpierce.co. That's J. P-E-A-R-C-E dot co. Joseph Pierce, God bless you. God love you. Have a great weekend, sir. My pleasure. Thank you. God bless. All right. Coming up after the break, we're going to speak with Kendra Tierney about what it's like to lose a husband and move on. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever noticed that most people think that rules apply to others but not to themselves? They always consider themselves to be the exception. But what ends up happening is that everybody is an exception, and so the rules don't apply to anybody. The result is something worse than chaos. It's a loss of all the categories of respect and justice. G.K. Chesterton says that when the exception has become the rule, that is the worst of all possible tyrannies. When the Cardinal, formerly known as Ratzinger, gave his final homily before the papal conclave, he said, We are living under the tyranny of relativism. What is relativism? It's when there are no rules, only exceptions. The man about to become Pope was echoing Chesterton exactly. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're currently cruising at 39,000 feet. We'll turn that seatbelt sign off for you and let you move about the cabin. Looks like we're about two hours and ten minutes from landing. Plenty of time for you to pray for vocations to the priesthood. 
Wouldn't it be great if everyone prayed daily for priestly vocations? Why not start today? A friendly suggestion from Guadalupe Radio Network. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. And now, more headlines. Breitbart reports analysis. Joe Biden's wide-open border expected to bring in 2.6 million illegal aliens to the U.S. next year. For 2021, Princeton policy advisors accurately predicted that about 2 million border crossers and illegal aliens would be apprehended. By this year's end, they predict about 2.3 million will have been apprehended. These estimates do not include the hundreds of thousands, potentially millions, who will successfully cross the southern border. Now, they are projecting that the Biden policies will see a 2.6 million border crosser uh, increase, rather 2.6 million border crossers this year and illegal aliens apprehended along the border for 2023. Another record-shattering annual event level of uh, illegal immigration. If the projections pan out, some 6.9 million border crossers and illegal aliens will have been apprehended at the border since 2021 to 2023 under Biden. For context, this is a foreign population of just 2 million short of New York City's resident population. Catholic News Agency reports what the same-sex marriage vote means for Catholics. With Congress now poised to enshrine same-sex marriage into federal law, largely thanks to Senate Republicans, opponents of the measure warn that Catholics and other people of faith should brace for incoming attacks on their faith. The text of the so-called Respect for Marriage Act claims the bill will have no impact on religious liberty and conscience. But policy experts and church leaders say the opposite is true. The bill will empower the government to come after those who believe in the sanctity of marriage. John Schwepp, policy director for the American Principles Project, explained that the religious protections that did make it into the bill are really limited, saying, quote, My biggest concern with this is that we're pretty much relying on the courts to uphold the First Amendment, Schwepp said. You can't rely on the court to the court system to save you. They're going to find ways to persecute you. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you. Praise be to God and all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. I just want to remind you, it's uh, Friday. You have survived it. Uh, the weekend is nigh upon you, uh, which is good. However, I usually send the email to the CDT insiders every Friday. I have uh, this week sent it on Monday already. And I will go back to the normal schedule next week because it's share week across the Guadalupe Radio Network. And can I just say thank you to everybody who has contributed to our cause. We're so grateful to you. Thank you for supporting Catholic Radio, uh, making sure that station you're listening to right now stays on the air. It really does mean everything to us. So uh, our second hour this week has been has always been pushed back to 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern. We go back to our normal schedule next week, so we look forward to having you on there. But joining us right now is Kendra Tierney. She is with CatholicAllYear.com. Uh, good morning to you, Kendra. Good morning. Thanks for being on with us today. It's good to have you back on the program. Uh, we It's been a while since we've had you on, and in the meantime, uh, you have gone through so much, you and your family, losing your, your husband to cancer. Let's start there. Uh, maybe you can walk us through that sort of quickly. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, um, so I, I get it was, it was about 16 years ago he was first diagnosed with uh, with a melanoma tumor, uh, on his back, he, uh, went through, uh, some treatments and it, it appeared to be in remission, but then, uh, about four years ago, uh, we determined that, uh, that the cancer was 
back or more likely had never really been gone. And, uh, and, uh, the, it metastasized to his lungs and eventually, uh, he had brain tumors as well. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, in, in July uh, of this year, he, uh, he passed away. Uh, but he passed away in, in our home, uh, you know, surrounded by our children and, and, uh, you know, our, our family and, and, and friends, he was able to make a good confession with a priest who was a, a very good friend of ours. It was, it was the, you know, last conversation really that he had, um, our pastor was there the next day to give him the last rites and, and, and anoint him and ask him if he wanted to receive the Eucharist. And he said, yes. And that was, was, that was the last food that he ate and the last word that he said. And, um, so of course it's, uh, it's difficult, but there's so much consolation in, in the sacraments and, and in being surrounded by, uh, by our friends, by our family, by our, you know, by our faith, um, while, while going through it. Um, and I think that we've been able to take, um, you know, to find a lot of peace in that, in the, in the months after. Yeah. Uh, you, I would say from the outside looking in, uh, you shared so much of your vulnerable, vulnerable ability. If that's, if I, I can't even get that out this morning, uh, during that process, which, I mean, that was incredible, too. I think you demonstrated to so many how to gracefully deal with these very difficult situations. How are how are your kids faring through all of this? Um, they are they honestly they, they really do seem to be handling it well. And I think that I think that's because we are blessed with a really good community around us. And, you know, my my husband's friends check in on them um, and, you know, pick them up to take them to the dad's club. And um, so it it definitely feels like, you know, part of Jim's legacy for our family was his friendships and, and that, um, you know, his friends have stepped up and, um, you know, and have been there for, for our family um, as we have needed it. So, that has been, that's been really helpful. And then just, you know, it's an unexpected blessing of, of a big family. I think that it's, it's counterintuitive that people would think that, that losing that, you know, me losing my husband is, you know, would be the textbook case of why you don't want to have 10 children, right? To, mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to end up um, a, a widow with, with so many children, but but it's been having it's having a big family, having my older kids um, to be able to to help with the younger kids to to be able to support each other and and to have to have that group of people that that it, you know it's it's not awkward for us to bring him up in conversation and, um, and you know and we have all these shared memories and so it's it's been having having a big family um, has been such a a blessing in this time. Yeah, I can imagine. 
Now, you gave a talk at the conference that you run uh, every year, and uh, and I watched this talk a couple of times, actually, why you are not a very sad widow. I think, you know, uh, many of us, when we are faced with trauma, with difficulty, th- big life-changing events like losing a spouse, we can become so we can become isolated in our emotional and spiritual state. We can become uh, vulnerable. We could just be stuck in this this moment so much. But you seem to be able to resist that temptation. Can you explain that to us? So I really found that that you know, as I was I was sitting down this summer, you know, trying to sort of take it easy, looking for shows I could watch. And I just kept coming across this character in every TV show that I tried to watch. And I, I call her the very sad widow or, you know, VSW. <laughs> and she can't function. She ab- basically abandons her children because she's just fallen into such despair over losing her husband. And um, so, you know, it's it's intimidating to think like, is this what is this who I'm supposed to be now? Is this my only option? And you just I, I think that I've thought a lot about it. And I think what it is, is if you don't have that. that I, I won't I won't speak for other people, but because I have this eternal perspective, I think that 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 it's different. I, I don't have to prove, you know, I, I don't have to focus on that, that sort of temporal relationship with my husband, that, that, that love that we shared on earth is, you know, is the only thing I have. And then when I lose it, I have to fall into despair that, that I think that having that perspective, that eternal perspective, I think has, has allowed me to, you know, to focus on the, on the blessings of, you know, of what we did share and of the family that, that we still have. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, again, just, just the, the consolation of the sacraments. And I think that being able to, um, you know, I, I keep telling people go, go to confession. That's the thing that you can do for your spouse because you don't know what's going to happen. And, and, the people that you love will really appreciate it if they know that you have have received the sacraments. If they know that you recently made a good confession, that's going to give them so much consolation if anything happens to you. 100%. 100%. I, I love that that you mentioned that because I have seen that firsthand two different ways, right? I mean, one person that I know in our family kind of lost their husband. They didn't have the the treasury of the the sacraments with them. And they immediately fell into despair. Well, they didn't, they didn't know anything more than this temporal relationship. And I, I love that you brought up this, this, uh, this eternal outlook because your husband did die with the sacraments. And I'm sure that, that, that was like a really big consolation for you. But we're up against the break here and uh, we're, we're speaking with Kendra Tierney. We're going to take a quick break here. But after the break, we're going to continue the conversation here. Um, Joe? Hold that thought. We'll be right back. More with Kendra Tierney and not choosing not to be a very sad widow. I think there's a lot of lessons here for the rest of us. Don't go anywhere. Coming back in a minute. I've been listening to Guadalupe Radio for a couple years now, and I think it was a bumper sticker I saw on somebody's car one time, and it's a radio station that I don't have to be concerned about or worried about. When the kids and I are driving, 
I don't have to worry about inappropriate items. It's just the opposite. It's educational. I've learned so many different topics and on different subjects that I couldn't believe being a Catholic and being baptized as a child. There's so many things I didn't know. And now in these past couple of years that I've been listening in, I've learned so much. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. If Jesus brought two of the greatest Old Testament saints to meet with three of the greatest New Testament saints at the Mount of Transfiguration, can you say with any assurance that they were not alive, aware, and able to communicate? So here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, the Bible. Luke 9 says, quote, Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus. Did you catch that? They were talking with Jesus. That means they have cognitive capability. Secondly, heavenly friends. Those in heaven long for your prayer requests. Their intercession far exceeds your best friend's prayers here on earth. Sorry to say that. And thirdly, a pesky comeback. Well, Oral Roberts University has the prayer tower. TBN has a prayer department. Your home church probably has a prayer hotline. Well, guess what? Heaven has an on-demand, pure, unselfish prayer warriors known as the great cloud of witnesses. They're waiting on you. Be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning. Kendra Tierney is our guest. CatholicAllYear.com is her website. She gave a talk at a conference recently, uh, and uh, it was called On Not Being a VSW, A Very Sad Widow. We're going to link to it, actually. We should put that in the comments of, of the live video feed for sure. Uh, it's a great talk, very inspirational, I would say. Kendra, welcome back to the show. Uh, just before the break, Rudy was uh, wanting you to dive deeper into this, this this idea of consolation, how in spite of how sad, how in spite of the unknown, and I think you even say this in your talk, you really talk about how um, you decided, like, years before your husband even passed, you were going to wait to worry. Like, we'll see, we'll cross that bridge when it comes, the whole worrying part it doesn't seem you've crossed the bridge. Yeah, um, it, I, I definitely did. I had that moment on, it was actually on the day that that my husband was first diagnosed with cancer. And uh, a teacher at my son's preschool said to me, wow, you must be really worried. And I just thought in that moment, like, well, like, must I really? Like, maybe today, today it seems like we're okay. And so I'll just wait. I'll wait to worry. And I really just every day throughout all of this have been able to look and see that, that despite the, despite the worry for the future, despite the unknown um, in that day, I've been able to say, you know what? I can, I can wait. I can wait on that. I, I, I wasn't sure that I could manage the Padre Pio, you know, pray, hope, and don't worry. Like I wasn't sure I could commit to that, but I could commit to waiting. I could worry. I could decide, all right, I'm going to give myself permission to worry later. But really, if I look around today, we're okay. And I found that throughout 16 years of, of, of my husband's illness and treatments and surgeries, hospitalizations, grand mal seizures, you know, ambulance rides, all of it, at the end of each day, we really were okay, and I was able to find a way to to trust in in God's plan for our family, and and just doing it in these just little like one day 
today I can wait. And, and you know, it, it, it worked and it worked even though the thing I was waiting to worry about happened. And, and despite losing my husband still on the day that we lost him, we were surrounded by, by friends and family. We had the consolation of the sacraments that day we were okay. And, and things have been challenging in their, in new and different ways since then, but we still have been okay. And I still really, I still trust that God has, has a plan for, for our family and, and that somehow we will continue to be okay. Can I share something with you that I realized about myself the hard way? I have a, I had a friend years ago named uh, Doug Pearson who died of cancer. He was, he had nine kids. And Doug would come visit before he, uh, before he got really bad. And we would talk and, you know, and I would say, Doug, oh man, I just really want to take this away from you. And he'd say, Joe, I, I, I want to live. You know, I, I want to help raise my kids. Uh, you know, I don't want to leave, but God's will be done. And he, would kept, he kept saying that. And then I visited Doug um, on his deathbed a couple, just a couple of days before he died. And it was in the hospital. And I was a wreck. It's like I'm a wreck right now. I was like a real wreck. And I'm just sitting there, and he's in incredible pain. He was emaciated. He was staring at this giant crucifix on the wall. And, and I'm like, Doug, I just really want to take this from you. I really want to, you know. And he's like, how dare you want to take away the cross Christ has given to me to bear? I was so shocked by that. What I realized in that moment of Doug's courage and his grace uh, dealing with this incredible thing was uh, I really I was just acting very selfish in all of this. Doug was making me feel uncomfortable, and I wanted to take away his, his cancer so that I could just feel better about myself, if, I, if I'm being honest. And I, 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 have you experienced that in friends and family who have come to you and, and have tried to console you? I mean, because uh, if, if we accept God's holy will, then we should accept God's holy will no matter what it is, right? Right. That's, that's, there's the rub, right, is when, when we've committed to, to our, our life of faith, every prayer that we, that we make has to be if it is your will. And so people all over the world were praying for, for my husband's healing. My children and I were praying that he would be miraculously healed. And he was praying for that too, but that wasn't God's will. And, and therefore, if we believe in God's goodness, then we know that somehow this was God's will and it is for our good. And and we don't have to understand that and and but but we do have to trust that that that, that is the case and you know my my husband wanted fought so hard he fought so hard he was you know he wanted to do every treatment he never he never gave up on that he um he fought really hard to stay with us but on the other hand he did have a great faith and and he believed that if it was God's will that that he not be healed then 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 somehow we would be all right without him and and so you know for me we we can't presume we, we you know we mustn't presume but but 
it's the goal of spouses to get the other one to heaven. And I genuinely believe that I did that. So, um, so I can't begrudge him that victory, even though I, you know, I'm left here behind, but, um, but I believe that, you know, that he can intercede for our family. I believe that his suffering was redemptive. I, I you know, I, I just, I believe, I, I have all of those consolations. Well, what about the practical element of this? Trusting in God is, I think, the theme of this conversation, praise be to Jesus. But surely you must wonder what's going to happen tomorrow. You have 10 children, a house to keep, a bill still to pay. Your primary uh, income was, I imagine, through your husband. So do you, and I, I mean, you must wake up and worry about what will come tomorrow. Um, I, you know, again, we've each day we've been okay. Um, I, you know, I, I had my, I have Catholic all year started as just a, a mommy blog and, and over, over the years, it has grown into, into a business and, and it's been beautiful to see the people who came into my life to help it grow and and change and it has become a source of income for for our family now um and 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 so you know that feels mm. that feels providential that it's something that I'm still able to be a stay-at-home mom I'm still able to homeschool my kids and and I have this business that I'm you know passionate about and that that I feel helps people and and yet also helps provide an income for our family. So it 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 has felt that that we that you know that God has given us a path through this and you know maybe it all goes away tomorrow but right now um it, it feels like it's growing and and that and that this is you know a way that uh that it it works out for us. Yeah, amen to that. CatholicAllYear.com, by the way, is the website, CatholicAllYear.com. So a- Advent season is upon us. This is, uh, you know, in uh, in the normal world, you, this is something you'd be focused on, is liturgical living and liturgical season. So has, has that aspect changed for you, given the fact that you have uh, lost your husband this year for you and your family? Has, has Advent at all been affected or any of the liturgical cycles? You know, that's the thing. I, I think that's that's an, another thing I love about liturgical living in the home is that it it gives me that framework. So I'm not trying to build everything from scratch every year. So we have our family traditions and that of course, some years um, we're able to commit to them really fully and do everything perfectly. And some years it's a little bit more scaled back. But um, but we've been doing it for so long that that it has been really easy to, you know, it's it's the first Sunday of Advent. So what do we do? We go out and cut some branches in the backyard, and we make ourselves an Advent wreath to to put on our table, and and we do that. Even though, uh, you know, we, even though I lost my husband this year, we, um, we, we have been able to keep up our, our, our traditions. And, you know, of course, going into the, uh, in, into the season of, of Advent, which has been so important to our family and our, um, 
the Christmas novena, the nine days before Christmas has really always been our most cherished liturgical living in the home um, practice. And, you know, we, we sit down on the couch together as a family and, you know, and, and my husband would lead us in, in prayer. And, and I think it, it is certainly going to feel different to not have him there, but, but, you know, that doesn't mean I'm dreading it. I just, I know it will be different, but, but it's always been our favorite liturgical living practice to, you know, sit there with the fire going and to say these beautiful prayers and um, that are, you know, pulled from the Old Testament. And I I, I love it so much. And, you know, so I I know that we are still going to have that. We're still going to have that. And that, you know, I know that we'll be, you know, united with him while we're doing it. But, you know, and and going into Christmas morning, it's going to be different, but, but we'll still have, we'll, we'll still have each other. And I don't know, again, I just trust that somehow, somehow it's going to be all right. You know, I think it's, it's a very special season because Advent is both an expectation of the coming of the Christ child, but it's also an expectation and a sort of a wake-up call for the end of times, for the final judgment, for preparing ourselves to to die well and to face judgment well. And I think that might have a significant meaning for you and for your family this year as well. Well, I mean, I think so. I think that, that you know, we just, we just went through, you know, the month of November where we focus on, on the Holy Souls and... Um, I, I love that, you know, that memento mori imagery. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, that it's good to keep that at the forefront of Amen. your mind. Amen. We are out of time, unfortunately. Kindred Tierney, CatholicAllYear.com. CatholicAllYear.com. God bless you. God love you. We continue to pray for the repose of your husband and for your family. Thank you so much. All right. That's going to do it. Join us in the second hour, 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern, all across the GRN, go to grnonline.com forward slash CDT. God bless you. God love you. Have a great weekend. Catholic Radio was there for me when I needed it. Even though I didn't think I needed it, it was there for me. I want everybody to know that I'm giving, not so that I can sit there and say that I gave the GRN for any other reason but this. I want that radio station to be there for anyone else who needs it also. They may not think they need it, but it's going to be there for them, whether it's in the future, whether it's right now. I want that radio station to always be there for them, just like it was there for me. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. Sometimes it can seem that our family life is humdrum, monotonous. Christ began his public ministry at the wedding at Cana. When we read this account in the gospel, we're reminded that our marriage, our ordinary family life, is important to God. Our Lord and Our Lady love our families, and they are present with us. They desire to change what is ordinary into the extraordinary. The Lord can take our simple and everyday tasks and make them holy. Like the servants at the wedding at Cana, we need to notice when we run out of wine, when we run out of joy, when we run out of love. It is then that we turn to Our Lady and ask for her help. She can bring Christ into our lives, our ordinary water, and transform it into wine. And when we invite Christ into our lives to transform us, He creates the best wine of all. For more advice, ideas, and encouragement, visit us at MessyFamilyProject.org. 
Hey, Donnie, who was the first pope to whom Jesus said, you are the rock upon which I will build my church? St. Peter. And who is the current pope? Pope Francis. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. Are you on the CDT Insider email list? Hi, Joe McLean here. And every week I send you cool stuff straight to your inbox. Goodies that you're not going to want to miss. Go to grnonline.com forward slash CDT and get signed up today. KSHJ Houston. Welcome to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network Come Let Us Adore Him Christmas share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And good morning. It is Friday morning, and it is the final day of the Christmas share 2022 here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, thank you for being with us early this morning. Hope you're doing well. And uh, we've got 12 more hours to raise funds to keep the gospel message of Jesus Christ uh, alive and well, going across the airwaves on all of our uh, GRN stations. So uh, thanks for everybody that's already donated, and we're just going to ask if you haven't done so, uh, today will be your day. We always like to get started first with prayer. And uh, Toya Hall, our chief operating officer, she likes uh, the term cuckoo for herself, <laughs> Discomb- <laughs> it's easier than saying discombobulated, you know? Yeah, well, I'm a little bit of that, too. <laughs> so, yeah, let's pray, Dave, because we right. have got, boy, do we have a surprise for people this morning. All right, right? I'm ready. All I'm, right. I'm ready to be surprised. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. Jesus, we pray that you will send your Holy Spirit upon our share efforts today. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts and you know their needs. Lord God, may we, your people who look forward to the birthday of Christ, experience the joy of salvation and celebrate Christmas with love and thanksgiving. May the light of faith shine in our words and our actions. Help us to remember that Jesus Christ is truly the reason for this season. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts and our hands and our voices 
We ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, Father and the and Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. All right. Uh, great way to get started. And again, thanks, uh, everybody. It's Friday. We've all been looking forward to this day, final day of the share And uh, as Toya mentioned, we have a, a surprise for you this morning. And uh, I know, Toya, you had a lot more to do with this than I did. And I'll just kind of explain what we're doing, and then you can kind of okay. fill in the blanks as far as the wonderful person, what we, what we do know about the person, which I think is not a lot that we'll be talking about on the air, but uh, this is a contingent matching gift. You remember, uh, it was earlier, it was Tuesday, actually, during the 8 o'clock hour central time that Bridget in Midland uh, offered a $10,000 contingent matching gift, which meant that you got to raise 10000 during that hour in order to unleash the $10,000 extra, and if you fall short of the 10000 then you don't get any of it, okay? That's what a contingent matching gift is. It's contingent. It's conditional. And so we have another one of those this morning, and I, from what I understand, it's an anonymous person, so we won't be able to say their name. Is that right? It is an anonymous person. They uh, are from uh, the Midland, Odessa area, too. Uh, and they said, you know what? I, I want to, they, they heard the call volume was low on our numbers this yes. Sherathon, and they said, I want to help out. I want to inspire people to give. I will do $10,000 matching gift, but you have to raise it first and then I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yes. uh, I, it's so exciting. I, I love these hours. Uh, no pressure, everybody. We've never missed one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've never, uh, we've never had a, an hour where we had a seraphim that we missed and we've never had an hour with a contingent matching gift, uh, even you know they're, they're almost always ten thousand dollars, but we've never missed it. Uh, so let us get started. I know we probably want to pray the memorari, but let me go out the phone number first: eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Contingent matching gift on the line uh, for ten thousand dollars. Anonymous from West Texas is offering it up. I don't know if this person. I don't. I don't know who the person is. To be honest with you, uh, I want to thank a couple people from. Um, uh, yesterday, the last hour, our, our final two donors, Jorge and Socorro from San Antonio, came in at the end. God bless them. You know, we were really struggling that last hour, and they uh, called in a, a, a archangel donation, said, please pray for continued healing for their friend Miguel. Uh, so Jorge and Socorro, uh, God bless you. Thank you. And Anonymous in Houston called in $25 a month plus credit card charges from St. Vincent de Paul Parish and said Catholic Radio has increased uh, their knowledge of their faith uh, in ways that you, 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 um, they didn't realize that it was lacking. And uh, that, that's a really good point. And they say, please pray for husbands. Charles com, uh, completed their RCIA process. He completed his RCIA process, but hasn't committed to being Catholic. So Anonymous, thank you very much. All right. So that gets us caught up from yesterday. I, I love that comment, Toya, that the Catholic Radio helps them in ways they didn't even realize they needed to be helped or they didn't, need, they, they didn't know what they didn't know, you know? I, I, I totally agree, Dave. I think that is a great comment and that I think we can all feel that way. You know, if you're ever listening some time and, and they're talking about something that, you know, you never thought through, you know, maybe something about the mass and they're explaining why we do some of the things we do in the mass and you're going, wow, I didn't, it just brings you clarity. And like she said, I didn't know I needed to know that, but you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you, you've been listening to Catholic Radio even longer than I have, but I've been listening every day for, you know, gosh, close to 20 years. 
And it amazes me that still there are times uh, that I, I listen, I say, I, I did not know that, you know? Yes. I mean, you hear some things over and over again. I, I never tire of hearing a different apologist explaining things in a different way, and I, I think it's, it's the repetition is good, but, uh, you know, our, our faith and our, our God is so vast and so broad, and, uh, you know, this is why, and you and I were both listening to CDT this morning and Joseph Pierce. I know we're going to talk about that, but I just had this moment this morning of thinking, like, if Catholic Radio isn't talking about this, who will? I mean, no, nobody is going to be. Nobody is going to be talking about the, uh, you know, the, the situation of Catholicism in in, uh, in England, like Joe and the team were, and uh, Joseph Pierce. And I was like, it ain't going to happen in, on, on the news talk station. Uh, and so, God, we we need this. And so, please, everybody, help us with this contingent matching gift this morning. Uh, we're already seven minutes into it. Haven't had our first call yet. Eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Who's going to get us? started. 800-476-3311-800-476-3311-800-476-3311. This is one of those hours where if we don't raise it, we are not going to get it. 800-476-3311 or grnonline.com. You can read all about the appreciation gifts there, but it is so important in this day and age that we keep the Guadalupe Radio Network alive and thriving. 800-476-3311. Which market's going to get us started? And $10,000, it's a lot of money. Probably going to need about 25 to 30 people calling in. Making a pledge of support this morning. It's Friday and it's the last day of the share So, you know, I always feel like every morning, okay, God's given me another chance to get it right. <laughs> and then that's how I feel. Okay, okay, we got two people on. All right. Well, Let's get it right. Say, say that again. <laughs> what? Oh, no, I said, okay. whatever you said yeah. worked. All right. 800-476-3311. Every new day is a chance to start, try again to get it right. So let's say the memorari. Dave, yes. in the name of the Father, Father and the Son, Son and, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother, the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I love when the calls come in in couples or sometimes three or four all at the same time. It's just so encouraging to see that big burst of calls all at the same time. 800-476-3311, off and running on a contingent matching gift hour, $10,000. Ra- raise it, raise 10000 and get another ten. If you don't raise 10000 you don't get that extra ten. So uh, this is a little bit of a nail-biter, but uh, we always seem to, uh, you, you always seem to come through one way or the other, and we're hoping that'll be the case this morning. So anyways, what were you going to say, Toya? Probably more important than that. Just the phone number, which is <laughs> the, probably the most important thing. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Tim Mott, who's our GM in Houston. Great guy. Just sent out a text to everybody. I think Richard put it on Facebook and uh, maybe somebody sending out a constant contact email that we've got this very important hour. 
of $10,000 match, contingent matching gift. If we don't raise it, we don't get it. 800-476-3311. Yeah, Dave, as we were talking and we were, as I was driving in, uh, I was listening to CDT and I was listening to Joseph Pearson. I always enjoy him a lot and Joe McClain. And, uh, I immediately came in and wrote down this quote because it is so good. And it's from GK Chesterton and it says, we don't need a church that moves with the world. We need a church that moves the world. Mm-hmm. And that so resonated in my heart because that's what Catholic radio is here. It is not here to move with the world and to go with the Catholics who are saying they're Catholic but not living their faith. It is here to gently and lovingly move people back into the church. Yeah, yeah, so true. You know, I I have seen firsthand and heard, I, I guess I should say, you know, pe- people on radio on other like secular stations that just totally move with the crowd. I know I, I've heard this lady that does this dedication show, and it, you, she would have never in the past ever have dedicated, you know, like same sex couples. And then and now she does because why? Because the culture moved, so she moves, and she just kind of moves along with the culture, and it frustrates, frustrates me to no end. But Catholic radio doesn't do that, and that's one of the things Joseph Pierce said. He said, uh, you, you know, the the hedonism is suicidal. It's it's when a, when a culture becomes hedonistic and atheistic, it just it's just a, a time bomb waiting to go off. It's just going to die, and then the Catholic Church can stand up because the Catholic Church's teachings never change, and that's why the Anglican Church in England, he said, is dying because they they've changed. They've just kind of moved with the culture. All right, uh, three people on the line, contingent matching gift one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. All right, there's uh, so <laughs> I see that smile on your face. <laughs> I do not know, Dave, what I'm going to do. Next week, without the Looney Tunes Christmas music, you can just play it, uh, you know, with you as yes. you walk around, just as yes, a little I music will. bed. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Four fourth person, are you out there? Let's hear from you. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Haven't raised a penny yet, and we're twelve minutes into the hour. And uh, you know, maybe you know, last um, the the last second to last hour yesterday, you started off saying, "I think we need a seraphim." And and yes. somebody from Houston did make a seraphim donation. So maybe I think we're going to probably need something huge. I don't know if it has to be a seraphim, but we need a lot of big donations this hour. I totally agree, Dave. And if you will talk among yourselves, I will look and tell you how many people are in the pilgrimage drawing uh, right now. Okay, very good. Henry and Pat and Sandy are all taking uh, uh, calls now. They're in the San Antonio Call Center. We got our cool, cool music bed playing behind me. Uh, and it, it's the Advent season. It's just a warm, I mean, not warm, but it's a, it's a cozy, uh, warm-hearted, I should say, time of the year where we're approaching Christmas. And, uh, you know, it's just an awesome time. The, the Christmas Sherathon is always such a blessing, and we have one more day, 12 hours to raise funds. Want to hit our overall goal today, which we hope will happen, but we just got to hit these 12 uh, goals today. 800-476-3311. Where is the fourth caller? Fourth caller, are you out there? 800-476-3311. $10,000 matching, <laughs> contention matching gift. We're a quarter through the hour and have not officially raised a single penny yet. So did you dig up that information, Toya? I did. Right now, there are only 72 people in that drawing. And the drawing we're talking about is the Select International Tours Pilgrimage. It's a pilgrimage of choice. It's like getting a gift card that's worth eleven to $12,000. You go on Select International Tours website. 
you look at all the wonderful Catholic pilgrimage and you go, I think I'll take that one. <laughs> and and the way you go. It's just that simple. 800-476-3311. Yeah. Uh, this morning we were ordering you know breakfast and Kent was bringing the little menu around to all of us. And we had to uh-huh. look and see which one we wanted and circle it and all that. And it's uh-huh. kind of like that. You know, there, there is like a, a menu, so to speak, that we I mean, we have it of all the all the Catholic pilgrimages that Select International Tours goes on. And, and it's all over the world. You can choose whatever geographical region you want to go to. And that's what you do. You just get together with whoever you're going with and say, where do you want to go? And you have a year to go. And so it's there's no big rush. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. All right. Uh, here are our dear friends. Oh, I, I just love these people. Steve and Cindy uh, from, from Porter's Army Navy, Irving, Texas. $1,000. Um, uh, Holy Family Parish in Irving is where they worship. Pray for all the priests and bishops as they head into the Advent season. And this is just a, a dear, dear couple. And uh, you They've know, they, been they, with they, us a long time. And, and, and every single Shirathon, they, they bring a, a cake... And uh, and some other uh, beverages, let's just say, for our volunteers. And uh, yesterday, due to due to the busyness of their schedule, they weren't able to do it. And Steve like apologized, and I said, Steve, it's okay. <laughs> you're, you're, there's no obligation to do that. You know, that's a that's a blessing to us. And so these are dear people. And so God bless them, uh, Steve and Cindy. Thank you very much. That that was very much needed, wasn't it? Yes, that was a great way to start. And Jim in Birmingham, thank you so All much. Right. He gave it the angel level. He asked for prayers for his daughter. And we will include that in our prayer intention. So, Dave, it's getting better. $8,958 that we need to raise, that we need to match, basically. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. But only two people on, Dave, 16 minutes into the hour. You and I both know that we need the phone lines to just explode. 800-476-3311, but in a good way. Okay, not anything dangerous. Just, uh, I guess we could say light up the phone lines, but I don't even know what that means because that doesn't make a lot of sense. Put fire to the phone when, when lines. When they light up, that's, so. that's what makes them explode. I mean, because if right, they're lighting right. up, they're on fire, exactly. right? 800 but please call. Yeah, tell guy right. So Steve and Cindy took care of 10% of our contingent matching gift. That's where we are right now. 89.58 to go. Uh, two people on the line. And uh, I still, you know, we have uh, been been at this over three days now, and I still want to see that explosion of calls where we're talking 10, 12 calls all at the same time. We're running out of time. Last day, uh, contingent. Uh, I, I believe this will be the last contingent uh, matching gift of the Sherathon. You know, God, God may have surprises for us, but I think that's the case. But uh this is it. I mean, if we're ever going to do it and get 12 calls, I think this is our moment. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Where is caller number three when you need them? 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. That's the number to call. And we need your help right away. It's 18 minutes now. And to the hour, $8,958 is what we have got to raise or we're not going to get 10000 I'd love to see more people on the phone. 800-476-3311. You know, Dave, looking at this G.K. Chesterton quote, 
uh, where he says, we don't need a church that moves with the world. We need a church that moves the world. I really feel like Mother Angelica, when she started this ministry that we are so blessed to be a part of, when she started using the media, she became that voice that that moves the world to the church. Yeah, and she tapped into something so powerful because I think yes. she spoke it, and she spoke it so gently and humorously, but but uh, very powerfully, and it resonated because everybody else was thinking it, but she was just the one that, first of all, was able, was bold enough to speak it, and also bold enough to go out and get the means of communication to get it out to the entire world. God bless her. What an incredible, incredible woman. We need more people like Mother Angelica today. Eight hundred. 476-3311 two people on the line 8958 contingent matching gift okay this is not a, a guarantee that you know if you, you whatever you donate is going to be matched you've got to team together with a whole lot of other people and say let's get to $10,000 and then if we get to 10 then the anonymous donor is going to throw in another $10,000 and we see it come in on our screen here immediately after the 10,000 is raised we're going to announce a $10,000 donation from anonymous person And so it's really exciting. Three people on the line now, and we need a lot more help this morning. 800-476-3311. Can I just say real quickly, uh, Toya, that our daily appreciation gift is an iPad. Uh, air today. Awesome. Stunning. Okay, that's the word uh, that uh, Josh like, likes to uh, highlight when he's on with Sammy. Uh, stunning 10.9-inch liquid retina display. See, they used to have one that wasn't stunning, okay? They used to just have right. the liquid. The unstunning. Yeah. This yeah. is not the unstunning iPad. And this then, is the stunning iPad. Then they got the engineers in a room, and they said, let's make this more stunning. Uh, so it, For this, sure. And so this Sounds is, like a word an engineer would use. <laughs> not. <laughs> so, uh, so this is uh, for anybody who donates today at the uh, guardian angel level which is $30 a month or more or 360 one time or more anything that's above that you're going to be put in the drawing and you'll find out early next week if you're the winner when we do the drawing and uh, this was donated by the Blessed Carl Symposium that happened here in North Texas back in October uh, and uh, their website blessedcarl.org and, and that's you talk about new things that you learn about the Catholic faith that you may not have known about Blessed Carl is one of them uh, so you see, oh, we got a DC call there, Toy. I know that always gets you very excited. We want to thank uh, Eli in uh, Oakton, Virginia. Thank you so much. Wow, he did five hundred dollar one time donation. He goes to St. James and St. Leo the Great, and I've actually been to that parish. Ah. St. Leo the Great's beautiful parish. He said it's a the Catholic radio is a daily blessing. Listens every day, gives him hope and helps form his faith. And that's beautiful. Uh, his prayer intention is a uh, he is a new donor. So welcome right. to the Guadalupe family. Prayers for his family, living and deceased, and for the GRN. And thank you so very much for that. Dave, I'm a little concerned. Only two people are on. $8,447 is what we've got to raise. So if you're not on the phone, please grab the phone, help us out. And yes, Dave, we could sure use that Seraphim donor, that $5,000 donor at this time, 800-476-3311. Because I'm afraid, Dave, that if 
by the bottom of the hour, if we haven't gotten half of the money raised, we might be in a bind. Yeah, and that that certainly is a, a risk right now because we're eight minutes away from the bottom of the hour. Two people on the line, still eighty four forty seven to raise. Contingent matching gift. You know, people are coming and going all the time. And if you're a new listener, you just tuned in and you know, you're scratching the sleep out of your eyes and saying, what is going on? This, you know, this doesn't sound like regular programming. Well, this is our share Third caller just jumped on. So thank you for that. And uh, we are we have a contingent matching gift, which means that somebody who asked to remain anonymous, they are from West Texas. We know that much, uh, has uh, said, I- I'll give you $10,000 if you raise $10,000. OK, if you raise 9990 well, you, you get that money, but you don't get the extra $10,000. So this is always a lot of fun. We've never missed one, and uh, we don't want this to be the first uh, time to miss one. Uh, so let's get more calls. It also would be nice to get the 12 calls of Christmas during this hour, where we have 12 calls all at the same time. All the volunteers in San Antonio, staff members, everybody on the phone, 800-476-3311. And I loved answering calls yesterday and talking to donors, because just the, the very few that I had was so moving because you get to hear firsthand you know we get to read comments on the air but when you actually talk to them boy that is a that's a, 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 a an amazing experience and it was so much fun to talk to the folks yesterday 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 and one more time 800-476-3311 3311. We really need a lot of calls, a lot of support to raise $10,000 this hour because it's contingent. If we don't raise it, we don't get it. And every single donation is going to get a very unique uh, digital interview in your inbox tonight. 15 ways to build a Eucharistic Catholic home. Because the theme of this Sherathon is Come Let Us Adore Him. And we've been talking about Eucharistic Adoration. And uh, this is wonderful. CDT team did this together with Theoni Bell. But, uh, you know, Catholic Radio does such a great job of educating us and informing us. Because, you know, Dave, I don't know what the world would be like if Mother Angelica had not started this ministry would we recognize what is going on in the culture if we had not been informed so well about our catholic faith the way that ewtn and guadalupe radio network work together to do it yeah that's that's a really good question and i i think it's you know i i love this whole concept of like the census fidelium like you know deep down we 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 know what's the the truth is but sometimes you need a, a spark you need a catalyst somebody like like Mother Angelica, uh, who just po- points out what we internally know, you know, you know, through natural law, or just we just know that we know it. But somebody has to go out there and speak it boldly, and then a lot of people say, "Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking." And I think that's what Catholic Radio is. The guy, uh, you know, uh, yesterday who tunes in, and two minutes later, first time he ever tuned into GRN, and two minutes later he's calling in with a five hundred dollar donation. I talked to him on the phone. Why would he do that? Well, there's something that he heard. You know, Sammy and Sissel were on the air during that time. There was something that was spoken. I don't know what it is, and I didn't ask him. Something resonated, and he made a $500 donation after listening for two minutes. Uh, Robert and Deborah from Castroville, thank you very much. $365 donation one time, uh, and uh, that's the guardian angel level, so they're eligible for this iPad Air. St. Louis Parish, and every day they say the Bible catechism class, <laughs> it's like a Bible catechism class <laughs> listening to Catholic Radio. Uh, Bob's brother, um, please pray for him, physical and uh, spiritual healing from K. 
cancer and pray for all of their families. So God bless you, Robert and Deborah. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, we are approaching the bottom of the hour, Toya, and uh, still not half the money has been raised. Just right. FYI. We can't seem to get past the third call. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. If you're just tuning in and you're wondering what in the world's going on, it is a contingent matching gift. A wonderful person said, I'll give you $10,000, but I want you to raise $10,000. Probably need about 25 people calling in this hour. Right now, we've only had four. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. If you, as we were talking about this quote, I just love it so much, Dave. We don't need a church that moves with the world. We need a church that moves the world. If you feel that way about what's happening in this culture, you want to support Guadalupe Radio Network because that's our very purpose is to move the world in the direction toward Christ, to populate heaven. Now we have four, Dave. We need caller number five. I think it's going to start happening. 800-476-3311. 3-3-1-1. Contingent matching gift hour. All right. 8,082 to go. Fourth caller. That's uh, awesome news. Has uh, jumped on the line now. And I, I, I really believe if we are going to get to the 10, the 12 calls, this is our moment. Please don't stand, sit on the sidelines and watch uh, and cheer everybody on. If you've already made as much of a donation as you can or, or plan to this week, then pray, promote, send texts out, uh, let other people know about it, uh, put it on your social media feed that you donated to Guadalupe Radio and give them the phone number. Uh, but uh, do it. What you can 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 dollar contingent matching gift all we have is 33 minutes remaining we've raised 1918 dollars and still have 8082 to go and if there's a seraphim donor out there five thousand dollars you know we've had a, a, a we have no- five days uh, oh, okay five calls let's let's get <laughs> let's get number six eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven wait one two three four okay yeah we got five official one 800 3311 Where is caller number six? <laughs> 800-476-3311. You know, Dave, I know that we all love our Catholic faith, but we want to love it so much that we want to share it with others. We want other people to come to know the fullness of the truth. 800-476-3311, and that's what Catholic Radio does. We need to raise eight thousand and eighty two dollars and only 32 minutes left and please don't think your donation is too small it's going to start chipping or adding to we're not chipping away we're building up right dave because we've right. got to build up to ten thousand all right deborah and dallas nine ten a.m listener 25 dollars uh, from saint monica parish uh, uh she says grn has brought me back to the faith <laughs> every time i hear that i was like i, I love I, it i, I, I want to learn more i want to know more about your story uh, pray for the Axe brothers and sisters of St. Monica's and the leaders and the retreatants. Deborah, great to hear from you. I hope to meet you uh, one day and hear more about your story. Thank you for calling in. 8,057 to go. Still five people on the line. 800-476-3311. 800 uh, I think we need to double the calls on the line right now. Go from five to ten in an instant. Call in right now if you can. 800-476-3311. 
1-800-476-3311. There's all kinds of ways this can happen. If you think, oh, my dollar a day won't make a difference, if we had 20 people doing that, we would just about be ringing the bells. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Oh, wow. Did you see this one that just came through? This is an Archangel donation, and it looks like it's uh, from uh, somebody, the same Margaret Mary in La Mesa, Texas. I have visited La Mesa uh, several times, and I don't know. It says in North Carolina, so I'm not sure exactly who this is, but it's it's anonymous uh, listening to KBKN in La Mesa, 91.3. It's an Archangel donation. So that that chipped another $1,500 away. Thank you, Anonymous, if you are listening still. God bless you. Really appreciate that. And uh, I've been waiting for that because I I wanted, I've got a pretty cool, uh, fascinating fact that has some spiritual you know, meaning to it as well. 1-800-476-3311. And, uh, and, We're back uh, down to four. Back to so four. we need to increase the call volume at 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And we had 30 people doing $10 a month, Dave. We too would, would, uh, impact this hour in a great way, but we need a lot more calls is what I'm trying to say. I think, I think if Joe said it once, he said it a million times. Light, a lot of hands make light work. Something like that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, many, so yeah, that's many. why our, we need a lot of people our, helping out. Our pastor used to always say that. Uh, he, he was English. And he'd say, many, many hands make light work. But he, <laughs> but he said it actually in an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, a Texas English. <laughs> right. Many, many hands make light work. Uh, me trying to fake an English accent. Uh, anonymous in Munster, Texas donated uh, Sacred Heart Parish $127.68. That means they, they help pay the credit card charges. Uh, uh, praying Thanksgiving for Father Joe Keating and for all of our priests. Yeah, he's the Amen. pastor there at Sacred Heart. Uh, young priest, good good man, holy priest, and uh, has been very open to uh, uh, helping us promote Catholic Radio there in that beautiful city of Munster. All right, thank you very much. 800-476-3311. Uh, 28 minutes to go. Still $6,397. Only four or three people on the line. And uh, boy, it, it, we have got to get some more calls. This is a contingent matching gift, meaning you either raise it all or, or, or you don't get any of it if you don't raise the entire 10000 So there's a lot on the line right now. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And Cecil, I think she coined the 12 calls of Christmas, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I heard her say it doesn't, she didn't think it was taking off too much. So let's make it take off right now. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Let's get 12 calls, Dave. All right. Uh, here's one. Julia, Fairfax, Virginia, $1,000. Oh, okay, this is thank our, you. our second $1,000 donation uh, of the, the morning so far from uh, Holy Transfiguration Parish. Oh, I love that. I do, too. I don't uh, think I've heard that before. Isn't that beautiful? I know. That is awesome. Pray for uh, healing for many sick friends. And this is at a, the, the big, big, big time guardian angel level. And so she's going to be eligible for that iPad here. She's going to get the... Uh, 
digitable, downloadable interview with CD team and the, uh, the CDT team and Theoni Bell. And uh, she also got us almost to the halfway point of our contingent matching goal this hour. Uh, we are at uh, still in need of $5,376 and 27 minutes to go. So it's going pretty well. We're pretty much on pace. But but we only have one I, call. I, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, Toya. I, knew, on, I was going to burst your don't bubble. Bring you bring up knew the it. bad news. But I'll tell you, we could get, go from one to five so quickly uh, if we got four more calls. Okay, it's as simple as that. I didn't even need That's the right. abacus and for that And you didn't one. even need an abacus for it. I right. know, because it's, it's, it's with you. I don't have the abacus. Uh, Christopher, Silver Spring, Because I need it. Uh, $153, uh, and, uh, at the angel level there, Christopher, thank, thank you, you, Christopher. Uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. Gosh, I have great memories of visiting there, the old studio. That was such a, such a beautiful city, uh, and, and, and area there where we used to have the, the, the studios of WMET. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. One person on the line still, uh, $5,222 contingent matching gift. How many times <laughs> uh, can I say that? I don't, it's, it's a contingent matching gift, by the way. That's right. If we don't raise it, we don't don't get it. Uh, Dave, let me give out the phone number, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this fascinating fact that you said has a spiritual connection. So 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. If you're just tuning in, you're wondering what's going on, the Guadalupe Radio Network had a donor that said, gosh, guys, I want to help you all out, and but I want to see more people help, too. So I'm going to tell you that I will give you $10,000 if you can raise $10,000. I won't give it to you till you raise it. So 800-476-3311. I'm just picturing that conversation. They call yes. you and they say, I will give you $10,000, but I won't give it to you unless you raise it. You know, That's I, right. That's how it goes. That, that's, that, yeah, that, that's basically the truth of it. So, all right. Uh, here is the uh, fascinating fact uh, for our uh, dear uh, Lamisa. Uh, uh, Archangel donor uh, who um, uh, Mario told me uh, is uh, is uh, somebody working in in the oil fields in the oil business, of course, which is not any big surprise for somebody working and living in West Texas. But uh, thank you because I know that's a thank uh, you that, so much. Okay, so the the, the first I'm just going to tell you the the fact rather than quiz okay. you. Okay, um, okay. The first ever Morse code message. That was ever sent out. Okay, so when they first were testing Morse code, and you know, they sent- I think I have heard this, but I cannot remember it. Patrick and I saw it on TV not that long ago. Yeah, but it, you're should- going to ask me what the code, what they said. Yeah, what it, what it was. Okay, do you do you want to take a wild guess or uh, it was okay? It's a Bible verse. Well, <laughs> which now now you're down to about you know fifty thousand. Uh, <laughs> you know, the only thing that comes to me, which I know it is not this one. This is the day the Lord is made. Um, okay, so the, no, that's not correct. Sissel's guessing John 3.16. I'm thinking of the guy with the rainbow wig at the football game, you know, John yeah. 3.16. Uh, for God, what, God so loved the world that he created. Yeah, so it wasn't that, but that, that's a good guess. So, so was your toy. A very, very good oh, guess. Oh, thank you, Dave. Thank you for acknowledging <laughs> that. Thank you. Uh, no, it's, it's a little bit more obscure. It's, it's Numbers okay. 23.23, which says, what hath God wrought? What ah. hell, and and I was like, why would they say that? Because it almost sounds like a kind of a negative thing, you know? Like what? Hath, what hath God wrought? Like why would that be the first thing you you send over in Morse code? <laughs> but hey, we can't change the facts that that's what it was. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. I'm right. a little concerned, Dave. <clears throat> yeah, we hit a lull. We 20, only have one person on. Twenty three minutes to go. A uh, lull has been reached, and uh, <laughs> this is a contingent matching gift. Okay, this means if you're listening and you haven't donated yet, uh, thirty a month, fifty dollars. 
a month, you know, $10 one time, $5,000, please, please, please uh, donate now and help us hit this goal. $5,222 remain, contingent matching gift in only 23 minutes. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And Ken likes us to do it three times. And so one more time, 800 476 3311. There must be some something in, in the brain where you got to hear something three times before it, it kicks in. Is that what it is? I, I think personally I need it more than three times, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's just me. 800-476-3311. And if you do a dollar a day, $30 a month, not Oh, and you use the credit card or automatic bank draft. We call it the NFP of Catholic Radio, the Never Forget Plan. Uh, we are going to send to you tonight in your inbox a beautiful music uh, album called uh, Oh Holy Night by Michael John Poirier. <coughs> Some wonderful traditional songs on there. Uh, oh Come All Ye Faithful, Oh Little Town of Bethlehem, Away in a Manger. Dave's favorite silent night is it's beautiful and we've been playing it a lot so uh Dave we are in a real pickle yeah we really are and uh right now there's nobody on the line but we are about to thank somebody we'll so we'll see who we have to thank here uh contingent matching gift that means uh raise 10,000 and get 10,000 if you don't raise 10,000 this hour only you don't get the extra $10,000 I think of this dear anonymous person out in West Texas and uh I don't know if he or she she is listening right now. They are listening. Uh, okay, they're listening, probably praying and, uh, you, you know, desiring to give this $10,000, but they wanted to do it in such a way that there would be a lot of participation. And so and we have nobody uh, on the phone. Okay, well, no, we no, have yeah, one. Yeah, 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 Bill just uh, got, got a call. So, Bill in, in San Antonio, thank you. Bill's name pops up all the time, every, just about every Sherathon uh, as, as one of our volunteers. So, thank you, Bill. 800 476 3311. And, uh, yeah, definitely in a pickle now. Uh, some Somebody is listening right now thinking, you know what, I could take a big chunk out of that. Uh, imagine a Seraphim donor coming through right now. Uh, that would just about knock out the entire thing. You're, you're or fi- two cherubims, Dave. Yeah, Two people going, 2,500 each, equaling 5,000. That would that would almost get the bells ringing. 800-476-3311. In, in case, uh, Dave and I haven't mentioned it. This is a contingent matching <laughs> gift hour. I think, I think we covered that, yeah. <laughs> mentioned if a couple we times. do not raise $10,000 in the next 20 minutes, we are not going to get 10000 We need to raise still $5,222. 800-476-3311. Need to raise 5000 $222 to get us to 10. We've only had nine calls this hour, Dave, and it usually takes 20 to 30 calls to make an hour like this. So, dear listener, if you're out there and you can help us out, please do. I, we've never missed one of these, and I don't want this to be the first one. I know. Missed. I know. That would be During so... Christmas Sharathon. Yeah, 20 minutes to go. One person on the line, 5222 contingent matching gift, and you're listening, and you're thinking about it, and you're thinking, gosh, yeah, this is my moment. Okay, now there's two on the line. Sandy has taken a, a call as well. Thank you, Sandy, for 
uh, dedicating time today to uh, answering calls there in the call center. 800-476-3311. Where is car number three? 800-476-3311. $5,222 will, once we raise that, unleash another $10,000. And I think about that beautiful sentiment of that person picking up the phone and calling you, Toy, and saying, you know what, I want to give $10,000. And uh, But they're saying, but in order for me to give it, a lot of other people are going to have to help me out and do the same thing that I'm doing. But of course, most people can't give 10000 So what do you do? You give $30 a month. You give $10 a month. You give $100. And then you're helping this person unleash their generosity. That's really what's, what's at stake here. And we really have got to get this extra 5222 right now. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3211. Only 18 minutes left. We need to raise $5,222 or we are not going to get a $10,000 gift. 800-476-3311. Dave, do you want to uh, lead us in the prayer to St. Michael? Um, say, say Michael the Archangel? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Maybe we can drop the <laughs> St. Michael the Archangel. Archangel, defend, defend us in the battle. Be our safeguard, safeguard against, the, against wickedness the wickedness and snares, and snares of, the of the devil. May God, May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. pray. And, and do thou, thou, O Prince, Prince of, of the Heavenly, heavenly Host, by the, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I just love, I love that prayer. You know, that came, too, that Dave. came from uh, one of my favorite popes of all time, Pope Leo the Thirteenth, and he, uh, he was the pope in the late nineteenth century, and he saw what was going on in the world. He had a vision, and there's a beautiful story that goes along with it. And he, he gave that prayer to the church, and of course, still today, many times at the end of every mass, people pray it because they, it's, it's a prayer of realizing that there is a, a spiritual battle going on, and our enemy, you know, is, is not flesh and blood. Or enemy is uh, spiritual and uh, it's 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 beautiful and so th- thank you for uh, uh, re- bringing that up toya that prayer uh sandy and bill are, are still our only two taking calls right now uh 17 minutes is all we have a contingent matching gift five thousand two hundred twenty two dollars to go and uh, i believe we've uh, only had if i'm right we've only had one archangel donation so far this hour we've had two beautiful thousand dollar donations uh and one was from san antonio and one was from nortex and if we okay i'm getting a little feedback there okay all right great so uh two two calls on the line 800-476-3311 one uh please 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 call and do what you can i just can't stress enough how important it is uh that we hit this goal you know more important it's always important to hit the goals when there's matching uh money on the line because we just always need every hour to get hit but this one in particular we don't get the funds if we don't raise the money. 1-800-476-3311. Where is car number three? Uh, North Texas, uh, D.C., San Antonio, Houston, West Texas, Kansas. We'd love to get some Kansas calls. Tyler, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Florida, Alabama, uh, wherever you are, please come through right now because uh, we're getting into the, the fourth quarter of the hour and we're still far from hitting this goal. Uh, but uh, I'm still confident, Toya, that we're going to hit this. But uh, boy, I'll tell you, we are going to need some help. 
Yeah, only 16 minutes left, Dave. $5,222 to raise. Are we are not going to raise the $10,000 to get $10,000. And maybe uh, you're going to be getting a Christmas bonus. Uh, please consider tithing off of that. Um, you know, we have this big oil industry in West Texas where this donation came from and, and, uh, uh, maybe somebody from West Texas could call in and uh, meet this, uh, help us meet this $10,000 challenge so that uh, it would be such a blessing to raise this additional 10. We only have two people on, Dave. Um, now there's three. And 15 minutes left. Three people. Oh, it's getting better. Yeah. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Yeah, one of our volunteers has a long last name, so it actually looks like more people. Yes, she, it yeah, does. Got a long kind of... Uh, like, okay, now we have four, Dave. All right, there's four on the line. Uh, Forrest from Hondo, Texas has called in St. John the Evangelist Parish and Thanksgiving for all GRN employees and volunteers. $30 one time. I don't know if this is our Forrest who often... Uh, uh, pay, uh, is, is participates in our social media shows like CDT and Back to the Father. But uh, Forrest, thank you very much. All right, uh, one, two, three, four. There's five calls on the five line. Five calls, and we only have six uh, who can take calls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Thank you so much. You know, five minutes ago, we said there were no calls, and now all of a sudden there's five, and that just shows that uh, when we are in need, almost every single time you come through, and uh, you, you get it. I mean, you get that this is a contingent matching gift. We got somebody literally right now listening to the radio in West Texas saying, uh, gosh, are, am I going to be able to donate this $10,000, or am I going to uh, not be able to unleash the generosity that I intended to give. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. Please, you got to help us now uh, hit this uh, contingent matching gift. $5,192. We need some Archangel donations. I think that's the bottom line. About three of them right now. If those who come through $1,500 or $125 a month uh, to hit this contingent matching gift. 800-476-3311. Oh my goodness. Did you see this? Oh my goodness. Uh, Wow. Okay, there wow. you go. You get the the Seraphim uh, donor, and uh, boy, how much pressure does this take off? Uh, this I, is I, huge. I, I don't know if you, I, I don't know this person uh, personally. I'm sure Richard and Sean do. Uh, Joan in San Antonio, five thousand dollars and the credit card charges. Okay, Dave, I wish you were here in the studio in San Antonio with me. Because I have Richard and Sean in here with me, and yeah. they're just chilled out and playing around and oh, talking yeah. to each other. And I'm over here sweating bullets, <laughs> you know, and they're just like, oh, this is such a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, now now we can join them in being chill because oh, we, yeah. got, we got four people on the line and, uh, and $85 oh, to raise. Oh, Joan, thank you. Uh, St. Matthew and Our Lady of Atonement Parish is uh, where she worships, and uh, she says that uh, Catholic Radio blesses her daily, and she says pray for families uh, to have a blessed Christmas and blessings for family from uh, Joan and Daniel. Okay, so Daniel is part of this as well. I presume her husband. Thank you very much, Joan. Uh, that son, is, uh, it's her oh, son. Her son. Okay, yes. and then uh, and look at William and Christina from Wiley, Texas, has donated fifty-six dollars and eighteen cents. 
uh, St. Anthony Parish. Uh, pray for the success of the Sherathon. Uh, th- oh, thank, thank you, you very much. Uh, this is Christina, one of our volunteers who came in yesterday, and she is, I think she's already donated this week, so that's a second donation from her. Uh, Ali, uh, Elsa from Denton, Texas, at the Angel Level. Pray uh, for Emil Gonzalez and his family, she says. Uh, Elsa, I, I love these uh, Angel Level donations coming through. People are like, you know, I just want to help. I just want to do what yeah, I can. Yeah, I do too, Dave. Thank uh, you, Elsa. Uh, yeah, uh, Richard says uh, Joan and her son call into Catholic Drive Time quite often uh, for the game. So, all right. Uh, nice. Uh, 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 beautiful, beautiful. That, that boy, I, I think we can safely say we probably would not have been able to do this without Jones and Daniel's uh, donation there. So, so thank you very much. Oh, you know, we went over. Did you see that? Wow. And we didn't even <laughs> ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, 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 saw, I, I thought it meant we had a little bit still to go. I did too. Right. I did too, Dave. And here's uh, oh my goodness. Here's KSHJ listener out of Houston. A hundred dollars one time. Uh, Richard from Spring, Texas. Christ, thank you, Christ, Richard. Christ the Good Shepherd Parish. And uh, wow, thank you. So this is all all going to be gravy now. And uh, that that the dear person in West Texas listening, uh, you are, are you can write that check now for ten thousand uh, dollars. We have successfully, thanks to to uh, fourteen people so far, hit that uh, goal. So never had a doubt, right, Toya? Uh, Thank you, Lord. Shall we say the celebration prayer? Yes, definitely. All right. In the name of the Father, Father, and the the Son, and and the the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. amen. Lord Jesus, we join you in celebrating in this hour and lifting to you in prayer each person who gave a gift to help us reach that goal. We pray also for each of their needs, and we ask you to bless them with your immeasurable graces for their generous support that allows your gospel message to be spread across the Guadalupe Radio Network. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we still have four people on the line. We've hit the goal. Uh, I will say that uh, we are going to have 11 more hours uh, today, and every single one, because it's Friday, is going to be a little bit higher of a goal, uh, because Friday is always the day when uh, a lot of people like to be Friday donors, and so let's just keep the generosity flowing. Uh, we have uh, about eight minutes remaining in this hour, so uh, maybe we can get to those uh, 12 calls of Christmas. We've got one, two, three, four, five uh, calls that are coming in right now. And uh, if we, gosh, if we had seven more, imagine that, seven more people donating any amount. I love that we had a couple of smaller donations come in there at the end. Some people, I think, who already have pledges, but they're just like, I just want I just want to help. I get it. It's a contingent matching gift. And so I want to do what I can. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up a couple of fascinating facts for you, Toya, especially for our, our wonderful Joan and Daniel and uh, their, their generosity. They're in a few minutes ago. That is awesome. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. That's the number to call. Okay, Dave, let us hear these uh, amazing, uh, <laughs> uh, fascinating facts. Uh, okay. Uh, the average person spends 60% of a conversation talking about what? 60% of a conversation talking about their health. Uh, <laughs> their health or politics? Well, you know what? If it's the age, right? Uh, what do you mean the the age? Uh, depending on the age of the person, or what? yeah, okay. or the group who's talking. Well, to the it's people. more it's more right. broad. It's more it's of a more broad. broad. Yeah, yeah, it's not just a, a particular topic. It's just more of a, a general. 
It, I'll, the I'll weather? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. No, they spent 60% of the conversation talking about themselves. <laughs> Themse- <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Okay, so <laughs> what, what other one? What is the most common favorite color worldwide? If uh, you polled the Red. entire world. Uh, no, actually, no. What's your second guess? Yellow. What's your third guess? <laughs> Blue. There you go. Blue. Yeah, that's my favorite color. What's your favorite color? Uh, I like yellow. Yeah, okay. All right. Because it's cool. bright and cheerful. And I think uh, a lot of people, Catholics, like blue because of our Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. You, she's known to have been in apparitions in blue mantles so many times. Something yeah. like that. So, Steve, <laughs> thank you from San Antonio. I'm going to announce this day before I just keep blabbing on. $40 one-time donation. Um, they go to St. Mark's the Evangelist. Thank you so very much. What an amazing hour. Uh, and uh, the Guadalupe family, they had our backs, Dave. Yeah, here's uh, Honey in Fort Worth. I love, uh, I love that name, Honey. Uh, we need to be naming more children Honey. That is awesome. I, I know Honey. Uh, $50 a month. Uh, so that's Thank six you. $600 there from St. Andrew's Catholic Church. Uh, Father James Gelati, the pastor out there at St. Andrew's. Beautiful, beautiful community. A very nice part of uh, Fort Worth. Uh, Honey says, please pray for the health of priests at St. Andrew's Catholic Church church and for children to return to the church. So, honey, thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. And here's uh, John in Midland. You see this one? Um, uh, listening to 1180 AM, St. Stephen's Parish says Catholic Radio has dramatically changed his life. And uh, uh-huh. he's uh, uh, in the truck during the day, all day listening to learn. And he said, please pray, uh, thank for, you. pray for my family, especially my wife. And yeah, it's, it's those... ask for somebody from West Texas. So, John, thanks for responding. Yeah, you know, you get these uh, people that are, uh, you know, our dear friend uh, Olivia used to be a courier, and so she's in the car all day, you know, kind of like John as a as a driver, and you get the opportunity to just listen and listen and listen. In fact, those are probably people that know their faith the best, the ones that are in the car all day. I agree. Uh, all right, yeah. so two people still. 800-476-3311-800-476-3311. Dave, I still think it's possible. I, I'm, I'm with Sissel, the 12 calls of Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I believe so as well. You know, we got, we got to get 10 more though. Uh, the, the, <laughs> so we've had 17 calls this hour. And so we've reached the 12 calls of Christmas for the hour. But what we are hoping to do at least one time during Before this year. Before the end of the Sherathon. And it's I don't, 12 I, calls at once. You know, we just went up to three. And, you know, the, the thing is, and this is what kind of boggles my mind is that it, we're not talking about any particular amount of money. We're talking about 12, any amount. 12 people among the vast, vast listening audience right now. Um, uh, all right. Here's Guadalupe, $51 one time KJMA listener, St. Jerome Parish, uh, in, in Catholic Radio and, and impacts and inspires her every single day. Please, please pray for her, scum, her, her son to come back, uh, to the church. So Guadalupe appropriately named, uh, for uh, listening to the GRN. Uh, what a beautiful, beautiful name. And thank you for that donation. 800-476-3311. In 10 days, it will be Our Lady of Guadalupe's Feast Day. Yeah, yeah. So 
Um, do you, do you, uh, there's a lot of churches here in North Texas. There's one, you know, the, the Guadalupe Cathedral downtown, and uh, Martin could help me um, with this fact, but I think they have like a mass like every every couple of hours. So a lot of them wow. are in Spanish, but it's, and, and it's, 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 of course, especially for the, the, the Mexican population, this is huge, and the, 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 the dancers, and it's, it's just such a beautiful feast day. I'd love to be in like Mexico City on the feast day of Our Lady Guadalupe. I wonder what that would be like at the cathedral, I mean, at the shrine uh, there on that day. I'm, obviously, it's a big deal, but I just wonder how they, how they celebrate it. Have you ever gone to the Las Mañanitas, Dave? I have not, no. Yeah, it starts like at 4 or 5 a.m., Mm. And uh it, yeah it's it's mass and it's a beautiful celebration for our lady of Guadalupe. Huh. 800 My Spanish is no bueno but I think it means something <laughs> like early morning or little mornings or something like that. Oh, well, okay gosh, okay the the $10,000 just got entered uh, oh. from our anonymous. I was like, "Hey, we just got a $10,000 donation." Okay, so uh, uh anonymous in Midland, thank you very much. Boy, that just helps so much. Hey, one other thing, uh since we have a little bit of time, I wanted to tell you I um I was asked by uh Manny to host uh um a life lived joyfully next Wednesday and I've lined up awesome. a guest. I've lined up a guest uh, to talk uh, from the shrine in Oklahoma about Blessed Stanley Rother. You know, he's the, the martyr from uh, that was from Oklahoma. Are you familiar with him? And, Not very much. And, uh, and that's why the, uh, uh, Jason Spolstra is his name, and his whole job is to promote this shrine of Blessed Stanley Rother. And he is uh, uh, an American martyr, and I don't know all the details, but um, and, and Jason told me that he just recently gave a talk to a group called The, Virtu- the, the, the Virtue- Virtuous Life of Blessed Stanley Rother. And of course, that's what A Life Lived Joyfully, you know, every uh, Monday through Friday at three o'clock Central Time is about, is the the, uh, the virtuous life and how that brings joy to us. And so I'm really looking forward to that because I want to introduce a lot of people that don't know about Blessed Stanley Rother um, uh, to to who he was and what his life was like. Uh, and I think it's going to be, and, and my, the, the tie-in about um, Guadalupe is that in Oklahoma, in the shrine, they, they're calling it Tepeyac Hill. And so oh, well, there, there's a connection I have between. to go visit this place. Yeah, there's a connection between uh, Blessed Stanley Rother and Our Lady Guadalupe. Although he didn't die in Mexico, he died in I, I think I want to say Honduras or Nicaragua. He went down there as a as a pre- missionary priest. And so you're going to be talking about this on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, three o'clock Central Time, right? Yes. Uh, for awesome. One, yeah, awesome. So that, that's a life gonna, lived joyfully. Yes. Join us for the Divine Mercy and then listen to Dave. Uh, I can't, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Uh, Dave, will you want to thank our last person of the hour? Yeah, Brenda from San Angelo, listening to 91.5 KPDE. West Texas. Five dollars, uh, all the intentions in our hearts. I beg your pardon? Uh, I'm sorry? You said five dollars. Oh, oh, five hundred. Did I say five? Yes, yes, you did. Oh, five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, the five dollars and then another four hundred ninety-five thrown in. That's okay? right. So, That's all right. right. So five hundred dollars. <laughs> and uh, Kent's given us a thirty-second notice until we are uh, the big hook is going to come and pull us out of the studio. Uh, so, wow, what an hour! Great working with you. Praise Toya. God and thank you, Guadalupe family. You're the best. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, Twenty calls uh, totaling uh, over uh, ten thousand dollars. It was a big hour. Thanks to our Anonymous in Midland for the contingent matching gift. Hour number two is right around the corner. Thanks for your support. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Come Let Us Adore Him Christmas.
KSHJ Houston.